Hey you guys. Hello. Hey. <laughs> thanks for thanks for jumping on with us. So excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to see you in person. Like Paris, I've heard your voice so much, but not your face. Ah, now you get to see it talking at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my friends' friends, where we get our friends together and introduce them and play games and hang out. I'm Simone. And I'm Paris. And today I am bringing Julia, who is currently in Rhode Island, but lives in Connecticut. And I have brought Natasha, who lives in Oakland, California. I can't wait. Oh my so gosh. welcome. So welcome, everybody. Thanks. Um, Julia, will you tell Paris what you told me about our recorded intro? Yes. Okay. So I was telling Simone that like sometimes I hear words that are really fun and they just get stuck in my head. Oh, no. And <laughs> in your old intro, you said something about oodles of laughter. And oh, every yeah. time I heard the word oodles, I had to repeat it out loud. Like I remember <laughs> reaching up into my cabinet, like grabbing something. And I heard you say that. And I was like, oodles. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to apologize to my roommate for just that. <laughs> you probably like had headphones like, in. Oodles. Mm -hmm. And then you were just like out loud. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely sounds like something that I would do. <laughs> So yeah. I approve. Yeah. I pre, approve of your free friends. Yeah. I forgot. Well, before I say that, this is recorded audio, but just oh, yes. reminding you guys that it's not recorded video. And if you say anything that you decide later that you don't want us to make public for whatever reason, just tell us and we have full editing capabilities and we'll edit it out. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we don't use last names or anything like that either. So I'm in witness protection program, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought you were actually in the FBI. I mean, yeah, witness protection program as an FBI agent. Got it. Yes. Perfect. Natasha had this sweater when we were in middle school. Yeah. It said FBI. And I just loved it. Oh. I don't know. I miss that sweatshirt. <laughs> I oh. loved that. I wanted to, every time I went over to her, your house, I wanted to wear it and borrow it because I also wanted to be in the FBI. Oh my so. God. You are, you are such a um, spy, but you're too friendly to, I think. I think I would be a terrible spy. An effective spy. spy. Yeah. Oh, you want this, these plants? Okay. Yeah. I brought you cookies. I'm not trying to spy on you or anything. Oh what? God. So maybe, maybe that would be a really good spy. Yeah. Anyway, so friendly they'd never suspect you precisely if the cia is listening paris would be interested in a job <clears throat> <clears throat> yes cookies, <laughs> cookies included <laughs> well so the, the first thing that we like to do on the pod is uh, so I, I would love to hear julia how you and simone met could you tell us how the two of you met yeah. If you can remember anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I was thinking about this, like the very first time I listened to your podcast and Aww. I really like, I don't remember how we met, but we did yeah. meet through church mm -hmm. and Simone, you're two years older than me, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I came in as a freshman and then I was in, I think your Bible study group or something mm -hmm. like that. 
Yes. But I think the first thing I really remember about you, other than that you're very enthusiastic, uh, yeah. was the chicken blender incident. Wait, what is this? Okay, what happened? So you lived in Casa Crestmore. Uh-huh. Right? So like this Well, room... I lived there my senior year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, weird. So like mm-hmm. this must have been a few years after I met you. Okay. So I guess... Totally fair memory to to pull in though for our <laughs> for our friendship story. Yeah, okay. So I was closer with one of your other roommates at first. Mm-hmm. And went over to the house that you both shared with a few yeah. other people. Mm-hmm. And I just remember walking in and my friend was making like a brunch or something. And she's like, sorry for all the dishes Simone was cooking last night. And she was doing something with the blender. And I think she tried to blend up some chicken. Like <laughs> there was there was this blender in the sink and there was like little fronds of ground up chicken wrapped all around it. That sounds crazy. Is oh it, my wait, gosh. Was this one of your things of like let's let's get the people that come to the house and have them eat stuff to see if they'll eat this weird stuff to part of your hazing process? That you, <laughs> oh yeah. That you revealed um, on one. Yeah, I did talk about hazing with with Gabe on one of our first episodes. I had this roommate that you're talking about was like the sweetest roommate because yeah. I would make you know, you're in college, you're like starting to learn how to cook on your own. Most mm-hmm. most people aren't already like great cooks, I feel like, when you are in college. So, I mean, I would try like whatever I found on the internet and I would be like critical of my own cooking and my roommates would be like, no, it's fine. Like, we'll eat it. It's great. You know, I mean, nothing like dangerous. There was one time that I forgot a like a roast that I had put in the crock pot and I had accidentally left it the crock pot was off but and it was cooked but I had left it out on the counter all night and then I was like terrified that I was gonna give everyone food poisoning but the internet was like it's probably fine and so I was like (laughs) I'm just gonna feed this to everybody and I did and everyone was fine Um, so sorry about all the dishes in the sink many years later. <laughs> I wasn't living there, so it was fine. And our yeah. friend was like very polite about it, but you could tell she was a little bit disturbed. <laughs> well, I'm sure I got to them eventually. So should I yeah. say that nothing has changed? Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. I did spend most of today doing dishes, honestly. She did. I had a German lesson for an hour and she did dishes for an hour. And that was a fraction of my dish time. Yeah. And then she did more. But oh, we don't have a dishwasher here. And we didn't have a dishwasher in that house. And well, you do. It's just a human dishwasher. Yes. A machine. We do Thanks, not have Simone. a machine. And I'm resentful about it. <laughs> Someday. Someday. So anything else, Julia, besides chicken in a blender? <laughs> no. Oh. I don't know. I don't have a ton of memories either because like we talked about, you were kind of closer with one of my roommates. However, I wanted to just bring up that I love that we are better friends now, I would say, in that like we actually chat every couple of months 
uh, like just you and me on the Zoom or whatever. On the Zoom. I, I just think it's so funny when you become closer friends when you're not actually living in the same place, <laughs> even though we lived in the same place for like four years. Yeah. Or yeah. more. I agree. Like, yeah. I think we probably started talking more conscientiously after you and Andre moved to Italy. Yeah. And then even more so once I um, went to grad school. Totally. Because yeah. you were in, you were abroad for grad school. So that's kind mm-hmm. of another little oh. fun piece of like, yeah, connection and just talking as we have on the podcast about experiences when you're abroad and I don't know yeah yeah so Natasha has also lived abroad and and all over the world really so she too understands yeah uh... (laughs) as your secret FBI agent yes (laughs) okay we can't talk about that no (laughs) edit it out edit it out Uh, well, Natasha, do you want to tell us about you and how you and Paris met and any friendship memories that stick out to you? <laughs> I know why you're laughing because I'm laughing too. <laughs> um, we met in middle school. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to school together and um, we had our ups and downs for sure, but I'm really happy that like everything worked out and we're still good friends and, um, mm-hmm. hmm, friendship memories, G Paris, should we start off light or should we go right to what I thought of with chicken in a blender? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys have a chicken in a blender res- uh, recipe, uh, <laughs> memory, please, please tell us. Go straight in Natasha. <laughs> Uh, that's what oh she said. my gosh, no, I, I know what you're going to say now. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, no, no, just go. <laughs> okay, um, so when we were younger, Paris had a pet hamster, and... I'm really scared knowing that the preface to this story involves a blender. No, 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 there's no, okay. no blender, it's just like the weirdness of that reminded me of how weird this was for us. Okay. Um, yeah, Paris had a hamster and the poor hamster passed away Mm -hmm. and she wanted to do a ceremony for it. Sure. Couldn't do it at the time that it died. So she put it in something, I don't remember what, in the freezer. And, um, I don't know if at some point she forgot about it or what, but (laughs) I was at her house we were getting something out of the freezer and I found it and I was like, why is there a hamster, I mean a dead hamster in your freezer? And it was like the weirdest thing. <laughs> no, no, it's not the weirdest thing because I have multiple animals in the freezer story popping well, into my head right now. <laughs> why is that? It is a little weird when your friend comes over, opens the freezer and goes, what is that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> But I think the best thing, and I remember you telling this story because I didn't ever really remember it, but you, I think you go, my response was, oh yeah, we forgot to bury him (laughs) (laughs) for like two weeks. Oh, and it's amazing. She's still my friend. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't run screaming from the premises. She did not run screaming from the premises. Oh my gosh, what a good friend. Uh, Well... (laughs) 
so similar to a lot of our meet stories, yeah. I don't actually remember meeting Natasha, yeah. like mm-hmm. the exact like moment. moment of meeting, but we were, I really like that you mentioned that we had ups and downs, Natasha, because I think that that's something that a lot of friends don't either get through or mm-hmm. they don't acknowledge or, you know, all these things. And I think that, I mean, we've known each other since we were 12 mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's 20 years. Like what the mm-hmm. heck? And yeah. um, it's, to me, that's, it's super cool because like I said, we were friends in middle school. We had a little bit of a, you know, we were in middle school and then we ended up going to the same high school together and we were friends again. And then towards the end of high school, again, we just, I don't know, we just didn't connect totally. And then mm-hmm. we didn't talk to each other because you went to university in uh, Northern California and I stayed in Southern California. And I think mm-hmm. um, it was your sister's graduation and you were coming back down and you asked me if I wanted to come to the graduation. And so I went and somehow we missed each other as well that night or something. Like I didn't actually see you, <laughs> but then but Must then, have been a big party. I don't know what happened. I just remember some, I, I don't know. But um, so when, whenever your sister graduated, that's when we reconnected after. Okay. But the thing is, though, even throughout the whole length of our friendship, it's always been very deep, no, like no matter what. Mm. And um, Natasha is definitely one of the few people that I can talk about anything with especially like sexual anything stuff too like we just have a very very open relationship in terms of like you know there are some friends that you like to talk about some things with yeah and Natasha and I is just everything that's so flattering because that's such a vulnerable Mm -hmm. topic I remember not all the time but like certain moments when friends have come to me like I had one friend who said I want to buy these cards that are like a deck of cards of sex positions mm-hmm. for her and her husband to try. But she didn't want to go alone because she'd never even like been to any kind of shop like that. And so she asked me and I felt so flattered. Mm-hmm. And Andre and I both went and we were like, yeah, we'll go. And uh, so when you have a friend that you could talk about that kind of stuff with, it means a lot. Well, and I also think that for me, it's been very helpful because, because yeah, it's just been very helpful. So that's another, another like random aspect of our friendship. <laughs> You're welcome world. <laughs> no, it's been, it's, and I mean, Natasha's um, visited me in England. Um, we went to Aww. Germany together. I visited her when she lived in Japan. I went to Japan. Yeah. So you her. said Natasha, Paris, you said Natasha has been, abroad a lot right as an fbi agent <laughs> natasha will you will you give us your past assignments and where <laughs> they've taken you sure um my biggest undercover operation was being a navy wife um <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. the real reason why i lived um abroad so yeah we are divorced now but um for about two years she was stationed in japan so we lived there okay. and um it was a really awesome experience. So, did you like it there? Yeah, I loved it. I wish I could yeah. go back. And it was so fun when Paris came to visit. <laughs> that would be fun. Japan, that's like on my list. It was amazing. Oh. 
But also it was super cool because Natasha went to a elementary school that did Japanese immersion. No so, way. So it was like 20 years later, she got to have another exposure to her Japanese. So Natasha's also very good at languages. She's one of those people really? you want to poke in the yeah. eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So she was in Japan for like three months and was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. this, And it was great, too, because yeah. then when we were there, because you had remembered so much stuff as well. Mm. And just, yeah, anyway, so that was really cool, too, of just I love it. I love watching my friends like with their skills. Right. It just uh. makes me so proud. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm friends with her. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was super cool. cool. Mm -hmm. My other real quick, my other favorite yeah. about meeting Paris was um, as a, well, I still kind of am, but as a youngster, I was super duper shy. Emily has a, had, has, I don't know, a really cute plate tradition um, with your mom and I was dying. So her mom was very like outgoing and they had a like, you are special plate and a song and everything and so if you stayed over for dinner they would all leave the room and you would just be left kind of wondering what happened and then they'd all walk back in singing this you are special song and i was totally like in the moment i was mortified because i was like oh my god everyone's attention is on me and and what is this but like after it's just stuck with me as like the most loving and embracing family to like everyone who came in so that's like one of my favorite things about remembering growing up with you was like how weird oh my gosh. but how much i love it now <laughs> that's incredible that's amazing yeah stick with me you'll be in awkward situations all the time awkward <laughs> and feel very loved at the same yes. time <laughs> i don't know what's going on right now i hate it but i love it <laughs> wait natasha did did you live on the same block and like hang out uh, with Fraser or no no she no, was, no but she really wasn't that far away yeah she was 10 minutes by car maybe but was she the one who you we were talking about was you your sister Frazier no Amelia no, okay Amelia. sorry we'll cut yeah. that out <laughs> uh. <laughs> no it was so um yeah so it was just she lived in the same city that I lived in so okay. yeah but that is wonderful <laughs> also I love that your special thing because Paris's dad tells her when she's when she's being celebrated and she's uncomfortable with it, he says, shut up, you're special. Oh, yeah. And so we've said that a couple of times to each other. Yeah. And, um, Just shut up, you're special. Like, yeah. Accept it. Accept it. <laughs> accept your specialness. So, yeah. And the love. Shut up, you're special. Yeah. <laughs> I love your papa. Oh, I know we do. He's such a treasure. Such a weird treasure. He is a weird treasure. <laughs> Oh, anyway, cool. Well, so shall okay, we uh... yeah, jump in? So we're going to jump into our next segment in which we answer Dr. Aaron Arthur's list of 36 questions to fall in love, except we answer them as friends. And so we are each going to answer this question. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? What a deep question. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I can go oh, okay. and start us off and then you can wrap us up, maybe. Sure. Um, because I've actually answered a lot of these before. So <laughs> cheater. Um, yeah. Well, 
I've, I've just closed. Uh, that it's, oh. Anyways. Remember with Sandra? Mm. When we went to Sicily, we did these. Oh, yes. Yeah. I do recall. Um, So I love my memories of growing up. I love my family. We're really close, I would say. And I just have so much love for my childhood that now one of my biggest triggers if i'm watching like a a movie and it has to do with like childhood or if i'm reading a book or something um for example i was reading the giving tree by shell silverstein at my good friend delia's house the other night with a at a dinner party um <laughs> And it was in Italian, so it was even more beautiful. And I was literally weeping at the dinner table because that book is all about like growing up. So it just pulls at my heartstrings so much. But I would say that my, I would say that I wish my relationship with my sister was a little bit closer. We just, fought a lot growing up as kids and it's definitely gotten better just as like everybody tells you that it will as we've grown up you know so I think about that now and I know my parents did their best to help us get along but I do kind of think like huh I wonder if there's something that could have been different to to help us even more fight less have less conflict I mean I was mean I was a mean big sister and hmm. yeah, yeah, it's kind of even hard to like talk about now. I feel like mm. knowing that like they're going to listen to it and, <laughs> uh, you know, I love my sister and I love my family so much and I hope that I, it gets better. I do think that it's not a unique situation. Yeah, though, other so people to... also feel that way. Because when you say that, I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have a sister who's I younger. I do. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it mm. for me. I will say these questions are designed to start out very surface level and then get deeper. And because we've already gone through some of those higher surface level ones, we're getting into the uh, deeper, juicier ones. <laughs> Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a good question. If I were to think about it, I would say that since I was adopted as a baby <clears throat> and I grew up with siblings who were all adopted, um, it was kind of hard for, like to figure out identity and feeling close with people and where you fit in. And um, so I kind of wish that that had been a little easier and that I mm-hmm. like how to manage that a little better. I mean, obviously you're a kid, so it's hard, but um, <clears throat> you know, like my mom is Hungarian. So like we were really uh, involved in like the community and the culture. And whereas like my brother and sister were, you know, they got on board and they were like, I'm Hungarian. I, I felt like I'm adopted. And so I'm not Hungarian. So it kind of feels mm-hmm. like stuck in this weird place of like rejecting this like culture and experience that I was being given um so I feel like now I just wish that I had embraced it mm-hmm. and let it all become a part of like who I am instead of feeling like I couldn't have it because it wasn't really me mm-hmm. and since I was exposed to so many languages growing up because we learned Hungarian and then 
I learned Spanish and I was in Japanese. Wow. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. all that's cool. like, so cool now. But like, I feel like I too much of my rebellious teen years rejecting it all and refusing to speak the languages. And so, you know, I don't know. I feel like I thought I was being like this badass rebel, but really I was just kind of screwing myself over. (laughs) (laughs) Looking back, I want to be like, Hey, calm down. (laughs) Just like, yeah, let it all flow through, let it be part of you. And just like, it just become the strange person that you are with like all these weird different parts of yourself and it'll be okay. So, Mm. yeah, that's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. But again, I will say that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm thinking the same thing Paris told me. Sorry. No, go. Well, I was thinking just that, you know, how it's totally a different thing. But a lot of like, for example, people who grew up in Spanish speaking households, a lot of kids in the States don't end up actually learning the language to the point that they can actually speak it. They can hear it and understand it, but not speak it as much. And there's kind of this like tension or pressure to, I want to say assimilate. I know it's a different concept than like your experience, but I, I can just hear like, you know, now I'm an adult and I wish I had uh, accepted that other language more mm-hmm. at the time kind of idea. Well, but I was going to, I was going to say too, though, like, again, because I've known you for 20 years, <laughs> like you did come to a point, right? Where you were like, ah, Uh I got it now. Right. And like your whole, your whole you changed a bit, right? Mm. Like you acknowledged that piece of it and then was like, okay, I can embrace some of these things. Right. And so I'm sure it's still an ongoing, like you said, kind of identity exploration, but at the same time, I feel like you've definitely found yourself more as we do. Yeah. And kind of acknowledge like like you just said like you've acknowledged that why didn't I do that (laughs) (laughs) hello so yeah do you tell people that you're Hungarian now like do you feel more comfortable with that part of your history um I still don't say that you know like I don't especially I mean you know because now they have like those DNA tests right where you can like Mm -hmm. you're from and like so I was curious because I didn't know I I don't really still feel like I can say that I'm Hungarian because even though that's the household I grew up in like genetically I guess I'm not sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) I end up feeling like an imposter so I don't really like say that like I'll say my mom is Hungarian or that like I used to in Hungarian because unfortunately I forgot a lot of it and then a similar Mm -hmm. experience with Japan it'll come back like if I'm Mm -hmm. people or if I go visit then it's like it slowly is like coming back but I no, I don't really feel like I can say that that is part of who I am even (laughs) even though I probably yeah it sounds like you're doing a beautiful job of being true to your biological self and Mm -hmm. your um inner identity I mean which is all we can do and so (laughs) that's great yeah I don't know yeah anything come to mind Julia yeah okay first of all can you repeat the question again absolutely yes let me just so if you could change anything about the way you were raised what would it be right okay 
So I think something that's come up for my family over the past probably two years has been the importance of emotional expression and showing vulnerability, especially because mm. like that did not happen when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I think it made me very afraid to show any sort of strong emotion, whether that was excitement or happiness, but also like sadness or any of those more negative emotions. So now I have a really hard time, you know, expressing like frustration or, or knowing what to do when something makes me really sad. Like I, I don't want to cry in public. Mm-hmm. there's like a whole lot of background to that but yeah like it has really affected relationships in my family and I don't want that to continue with me so I really wish that was modeled for me better certain members of my family and I have talked about this that they mm. also regret that this wasn't modeled for me better mm. but I mean at least I'm aware of it <laughs> Yeah. Well, I would just add that I've seen you. I mean, like we said, I know we weren't, we haven't been like super close in all of like the the whole time we've known each other, but I can see how like thinking back to, I don't know, what was that? 2012? When we probably met each other. And, And now I just feel like I've seen you kind of come just be more expressive in general even just I know social media sometimes we say like it doesn't count or whatever but I've seen you like be your little cute expressive self in ways that I haven't seen from you before and I just think that's really beautiful oh thanks Yeah, I definitely have, like when I was a kid too, I was also really shy. And since then I became just reserved. And now I also feel like I'm able to express myself better, even in in simpler things like social media. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Were you going to say anything? I was just going to ask, you said that you like recognize it, right? So are Mm -hmm. there... Are there any things that you do to like work on it or to? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, since now I've been dating my boyfriend for almost two years, it's definitely Mm -hmm. come up with that. Like, okay, he's from Brazil. He's very expressive. Yeah. He's (laughs) like, everything is hyperbolic with him. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, let's be realistic (laughs) and descriptive and logical. (laughs) (laughs) Um, take a chill pill yeah Yeah. but it's been good like not just because we have different personalities but because Mm -hmm. in a relationship you will encounter difficult things and Mm -hmm. um I can't just like I don't know what I'm trying to say here um no but like yeah you have to express yourself in order to make things work like you cannot just sweep everything under the rug (laughs) No. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can, and then that's the end. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or will be down the road. Yeah. yeah. No, cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I love it. Mm. Oh, yeah, you were going to share now. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, now we're done. <laughs> well, so mine is, um, so my 
as Natasha has just explained, my mother was a lovely human being. She was very loving, very caring. Yeah. But the woman was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> as I was telling Simone and Andre earlier today, she was cuckoo. <laughs> and I mean, it's just who she was. And I mean, I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for her insanity. But she yelled all the time, yeah. all the time. And mm -hmm. I think that if there was anything that I would change when how I would was raised, it would be that she didn't yell all the time. Because so like, like you were saying, Julia, there was so she would yell and and the hit. I mean, it was the 90s, right? And she wouldn't hit us hard. She would smack us on the the butt or whatever. I think one time she one time she wanted to hit me with a spoon i we had a yeah we had a spoon incident yeah and i put my hands there it's and she was like no no i'm gonna hit you on your hands and i'm gonna make you move your hands and i'm gonna hit you again oh, no. <laughs> so i so i did that because why wouldn't i want to get hit twice when the, the spoon <laughs> was was said you're gonna get spanked when we get home like, because we were fighting in church. And so then we had to sit through church knowing that we were going to, and it was like, Corporal and I'm punishment. like a self-flagellating like person. The, yeah, it was bad. Well, so yeah. Well, are so you talking mother, about a wooden spoon or like a spoon spoon? Wooden spoon. A wooden okay, spoon. Okay. Yeah, so like yeah, you need that t-shirt that's like, I'm a wooden spoon survivor or whatever. Like, I oh, I've not seen guys. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real good. I have not seen. Well, so again, I mean, there was never, there was never bruising. There was no, never, right? No, it no, was no, just no, no. I know. Pats on the tushy. So that was my mom's way of doing things was yelling at you. And I just, oh my gosh, another really good one. So one time my mother, she ended up with high blood pressure. And so one of her favorite things to say was, don't make me yell because then my eyeballs are going to pop out of my head. <laughs> Do you want my eyeballs to pop out of my head? And I think, well, that'd be kind of a funny image. Yeah. <laughs> so, my mom would, my mom would get, my mom was also the disciplinarian. So uh -huh. that's, I am also mm. flashing back to that as you're describing. She would have an underbite. Like her <laughs> jaw would like jut out. Uh -huh. And I'm the same person as my mother. <laughs> so I, I will yell at Andre, which I'd love to work on not doing. Uh, but I will yell at him and he'll be like, your jaw's sticking out. And I'll be like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I I did acknowledge this mm. very early on. Mm. I, there, I have a distinct memory where I was babysitting my friend's little brother mm -hmm. and this is one of those moments right when you think back like I was telling you that time that I um didn't go to my friend when she called me in the car like, yeah these are one of those moments where I'm like wow stick out to you. and so what happened was so he had autism as well mm -hmm. so he had a form of autism so he didn't know what he was doing yeah and so I was babysitting him mm -hmm. and my reaction was to yell at him and mm -hmm. to smack him on the butt right mm -hmm. he yeah. was like I don't know, eight years old or something like yeah. that. And I did it. And I immediately was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like one, not effective, does nothing. Yeah. Holy crap. I'm being my mother. <laughs> mm. And so from that moment on, my reaction has not been to yell and not been to mm. hit. What am I going to? So, yeah. Um, 
so yeah so i think that i would change the the yelling there was so much yelling mm. there was so much yelling mm. and um so again I, I acknowledged it at a young age and i don't when i fight if i fight with people i don't yell the only time i have yelled is if they've like done really bad things to my, <laughs> to my family then uh, then they're getting some swear words yep. and some yelling <laughs> yeah but like pair of swear words not like real swear words <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they get real ones, okay, Natasha? <laughs> okay, we'll see. I, I'll believe it when I hear it. Well, you don't want to hear it because then you know I'm really, really angry. Yeah. No, so, I, I believe one time I told somebody to get the F out of my house. Ooh. So proud of you. That was appropriate. But yeah. anyway, so that's what I would possibly change. Great. So now. <laughs> On a lighter note. From the yelling. Yeah. <laughs> let's play a game. We're playing a game. Okay, you guys, this is going to be a super happy fun game. So get super happy fun and excited. Okay, so we have here. Okay, how are we doing this? How are we doing Okay, we didn't prepare very much. No, no, we did prepare. I have a list. We had a meeting. We had a meeting. She was doing dishes. I was lounging on the couch drinking. So many dishes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what we're going to do, you're each going to get 20 seconds. And this is a, a, a things that go together game. So we'll start with Natasha. And what I'm going to do is say one word and you have to tell me the pair. So just the first word that comes to your mind. For example. For example, salt, pepper. So word association games. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a better. It's a word association game, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is why Natasha's an FBI agent. I know. You got fired. I know. (laughs) It's very obvious. So question, question. Is there only one, (laughs) is there only one right answer? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's the right answer that we have chosen and written down. So you have to read our minds. Okay. I will start the timer after she says the first word. Okay. Ready, set, say it. Cookies. Ice cream. <laughs> Pe- peanut butter. Jelly. Socks. Shoes. Mario. Cart. Louis- Bits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bits. And stop. Pieces. I don't know. Oh, oh, did she get it? No. <laughs> that was a weird that was a weird one though. So we had cookies and milk. Okay. Although the cookies- answer the answer was milk. So she got the jelly. You got the shoes. Wait, you, got- you to say them both. No one's going to remember what they were. You don't know what goes with jelly? Okay, you're right. <laughs> but I feel like it makes more sense if you say them both. She got the peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Peanut butter and jelly. Okay, yeah, okay. Oh my gosh, I'm going to kill you. Um- <laughs> you got socks and shoes. Okay. We're going to give you Mario and Luigi. Although I liked Mario Kart. She, you had Luigi, though, afterwards. <laughs> she did. All right. She said it. I know. That's why I said we're going to give it to her. Wow. Well, well, well okay. good. Wow. <laughs> and we had bits and bobs. Well, bits and pieces is much just better. Just as good, though. I know. Okay. That was one, two, three points. All right, Julia. Are you ready? I am so ready. Here. We got pillows, uh, sheets, shake, 
Shack? Mm. Shaggy. Guys, I lived under a rock. Um, I don't know. Can we skip that one? Winnie the Pooh. Honey. Thelma. Louise. Bread. Stop. Butter. Great. How did she do? Well, we have pillows <laughs> and blankets. Oh. <laughs> Shake and I think bake. We almost kissed there. We did. We? <laughs> uh, shake and bake. You had Shake Shack, mm-hmm. which was, I guess. Um, Shaggy and Scooby. Righto. Mm. Shaggy Doo and Scooby Doo. His last name is Doo. It is? Pretty sure. <laughs> Anyone else want to back me up on that? I wouldn't I'm know. like 90% sure it's Shaggy Doo. <laughs> and we had Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. Guys, okay. <laughs> and then and then Thelma and Louise, which Good you job. did get. And Bread and Butter, which Good you did job. get. Good job! So that's plus two, plus two points for you. Should we do another round? Yeah, another round. Okay. Let's do it. Ready. That was Natasha, okay. on your mark. Get set. Wine. Yes. Cheese. Flourish. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dogs. Cats. Apples. Oranges. Tattoos. Me. <laughs> Gin. Tonic. Stop. Okay. Okay, so you got wine and cheese. This other one was a little bit. We had this was the well, list. Of... Okay, wait, Julia had a face. Did you know what this was? Was it Flourish and Bots? Yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> Harry Potter reference. Mm-hmm. Oh. Dogs and cats. Yes, you got. And then apples and oranges. Yes. And then tattoos and <laughs> me. <laughs> that was so cute. <laughs> Yes. Um, well, I actually have tattoos. Or something? Yeah. Yes. Which okay. is also you. Um, and then gin and tonic. You, yes. So that was plus plus three again for Natasha. Mm-hmm. Wait, Natasha, how many yeah. piercings and tattoos do you have? What's your favorite? That was a lot of questions at once. Um, let's see. I, I don't really have count of my tattoos anymore because they are like big pieces that all sort of flow together so um i have both my arms tattooed and my chest and my upper back um my thighs uh both my calves and my feet so i mean a lot so <laughs> me was the actual answer there we got that right yeah, yeah you're right that's amazing mm-hmm. and i've taken i've taken most of my piercings out i, I could say i probably had most piercings i just have removed them all so at this point i just have some earrings and my dad offered to pay me to take all of my earrings out because at one point i had 25. (laughs) dad right so (laughs) he also threatened to take steel wool to my first tattoo but that's beside the point (laughs) yeah because she was 18 and still in high school she was like "F all you i'm getting this tattoo but you were 18 so that's true And it was really convenient because our high school dresses were like made. We all had to wear the same one. And it's like it covered all of our skin except literally this one square on our upper back, which happened to be the exact spot that I had to do and didn't know that was going to happen. So Paris and all of my other high school friends had to try to help me cover it with makeup. <laughs> yeah. What a good story. And the best thing was this tattoo was the biohazard symbol. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Because Natasha was biohazardous, babe. Oh my gosh. 
Clearly, we now know how I felt about myself. Well, you know what? That's what you get for telling the hamster story. <laughs> um, if we're going to go there, we can talk about your cotton ball phobia. <laughs> oh, my God goodness what's going on <laughs> i love you peewee uh-huh. <laughs> oh. oh gosh there are there's some point adjustments happening over here <laughs> she's like you lose <laughs> negative <Minus> 20 16 <laughs> Oh, um, very good. But what's your okay. favorite tattoo? Oh, mm. very good question. Um, I have some lesbians getting it on on my side of my stomach, and I'd probably say I like that one the most. Mm. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> it is nice. Yeah. Her all of her tattoo. Well, maybe not the biohazard symbol, but no. <laughs> They're really nice. Yeah. A lot of them great. are really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Thank you. I just in- appreciate that it's so original and like your favorite, you know, like it's not like, oh, my favorite's the peace sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the wave on, on my wrist. My wrist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says like faith or yes. something. <laughs> yeah, I have all these badass ones and then I just like this, this love. <laughs> oh. Thank you for the question. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for answering. <laughs> so let's give uh, Julia, you have one more. Uh... Yes. Okay. I have the timer ready. Okay. Okay. Ready? On your mark, get set. Knife. Fork. Fish. Sea. Buttons. Uh, zipper. Pencil. Eraser. Hammer. Nail. Needle. Thread. Ketchup. Mustard. Hat. Stop. You can answer. I have no idea. (laughs) So you got knife and fork, fish and Mm -hmm. chips, but I don't know what you said. She said C. I said C. It wasn't even close. (laughs) I mean, there are lots of fish in the sea. (laughs) Yes, there are. There's a a whole phrase, actually. (laughs) There is a phrase. Um, Buttons and bows. Oh. I don't think you got that Mm -mm. one. Pencil and paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Did no, I see? said I said eraser. Eraser, okay. yeah, that's right. Good thing somebody's paying attention. <clears throat> Hammer and nail. <laughs> she got that one. Hey, she got that one. Hammer and nail. Needle and thread. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ketchup and mustard. Mm-hmm. And then the other, we said no idea. <laughs> Hat and coat. Hat and coat. Ah. That was a pretty. That was good. That was, that was your good best round. run yet. Yes. So, Natasha took the lead with one point. But you really came up there in the end with those four yeah. clinchers. So <laughs> thanks Natasha, for playing. So Natasha went. Natasha wins. Yay. Good job, <laughs> Natasha. Maybe and someday. Thanks for playing. Yes. Really, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Someday, because we're not keeping track, maybe you'll get some swag. You'll get some pod swag. <laughs> pod someday. Swag. Well, you guys, thank you so much for doing this. This yes. was a blast. I had a lot of fun. There was oodles of laughter. Oh my god. <laughs> oodles. <laughs> um, also, this was especially fun for us because we didn't mention this at the top of the episode, oh, but yeah. it's our first group episode that Paris and I have recorded. 
together yes. in the same place. Mm-hmm. And that's very fun mm-hmm. for us. So thank you so much, guys. Yeah, you are you great friends. Um, we love you. <laughs> Natasha, it was great to meet you. It was nice and to Julia, meet you the both same. <laughs> I've heard so many good things. So yeah, it's just what it, it's always nice to put a voice and a face to the name. Aww. It was great to meet you, Aww. Natasha. Oh my gosh. Nice to meet you too. You sound delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 10 out of 10 recommend oh, great. Oh. <laughs> yes oh cool so simone where can you find my friends friends well you can find us at my you can email us at my at gmail.com and you can find us on instagram at my wonderful thank you you're welcome all right so on that note. On that note, we're gonna go watch the Princess Bride. Yes. Oh, fun. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Butternut squash, homemade butternut squash soup with homemade bread. Yes. Yes. Wait, so, so before you guys leave, you have to tell us where you are. You said you guys are together. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're in Perugia, Italy. Yes, we are. Um the restrictions are going up right now, but we're being very careful yeah. and yeah, we're it taking a, it day by day. We are taking it day by day. We discussed whether or not I would come here and then um, we made the decision that uh, I would. My travel was actually very nice because um, it was an overnight train and so I had a compartment to myself the entire time. Mm-hmm. Very um, little contact with anyone Yeah, else. very little contact with people. And then, yeah, we're probably just going to stay here. Mm-hmm. So it's Stay my first here. holiday, like with a week off since February. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to not working for a week. Nice. Anyway, yeah, we are together in Italy, mm-hmm. and hopefully soon in Germany in December. Can we'll see what happens. Anyway, so anytime you want to come back to uh, Europe, Julia, and of course Natasha, you know, as long as Corona as allows, long as you can. There's a place in Germany. You're more than welcome to come, and. If you want to go to Edinburgh anytime, I am down. I wanted to do the like 500 mile journey around Scotland. Uh-huh. Why did I do that when I lived in England for four years? Duh. Um, <laughs> so I I have that all planned out and I was going to do it this year uh, by myself. And then of course, you know, some things happened. So yeah. if you're ever going back, let me know. I would love to just come she yeah. will. She's I, I literally will. Not kidding. Awesome. I've got so my mom and I are planning some point like in the future. She loves mountain biking and there's some I guess pretty good mountain biking in Scotland. Um and we did some when we were there together. I did a lot of mainly road biking, but like it's on our list to do. Well, if she really likes mountain biking, um a friend of mine has a mountain biking podcast and it's fabulous Mm. it's called down downtime podcast what is it check it out downtime podcast it's like the number one mountain biking podcast okay yeah it's wonderful and he's great and yeah it's absolutely fabulous so check it out that's great (laughs) okay you guys we'll let you go have a great morning day morning yeah Thank you so much. Time. Thank you. In the future. In the future. Enjoy your movie. (laughs) Ciao. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. later. Bye. Bye.